I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back, folks. We are joined by Mark Romig, Chief Marketing Officer of New Orleans and Company. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, Newell. It's good to be with you again. Mark, uh, Saints won. Wait, great work yeah. on uh, on Sunday. <laughs> uh, thank you. It was it was quite a game, and you know Mondays are always better that way. And uh, it, the, again, once again, the fans brought it. Uh, the stadium was alive, and uh, so much into the into the spirit of, of uh, being that you know the twelfth person on the field, so to speak. You know, it's weird, and I, I don't know if you feel it or not. It's like we're, we're in first place in, in uh, the NFC South. Um, it doesn't feel that way, though, right? Well, you know, it's been a strange um, strange um, season so far with things going back and forth with so many teams. And once again, uh, we are, you know, one game ahead, and uh, we just, uh, you know, still have to yet to meet the Atlanta Falcons, which is always a fun experience. Uh, I know several of us are going to be traveling over to Atlanta uh, Thanksgiving weekend to be part of that Saints crowd. Uh, but hey, we're we're number one in the NFC South, and and uh, it feels really good. Yeah, we still have to play Atlanta twice, right? So that's uh, yeah. two big games. Absolutely. We play Atlanta toward, at the end of the season as well as that Thanksgiving weekend uh, there, and then we play Atlanta back here at the end of the uh, end of this season. So, Mark, uh, the National World War II Museum, highly anticipated opening. Uh, folks that I didn't get to participate this year uh, had a lot of conflicts, but people that I've talked to said it was absolutely phenomenal. Newell, let me tell you, that last week, not only the opening of the Liberation Pavilion, but the arrival and the meetings that occurred throughout the week of the Congressional Medal Honor Society Convention, um, we had 41 heroes in the building throughout the week and then of course on friday night for the gala in which uh, they presented special awards to tom hanks robin roberts wendell pierce and paul hilliard uh, it was one of the most inspiring weeks and then particularly inspiring evenings i have ever been part of i heard that uh, tom hanks speech completely extemporaneously delivered is what I'm told was just yeah. over the top. Yes. The tears uh, coming down a lot of faces. Uh, he touched the hearts of so many, you know, he's, he's got such love for the national world war II museum and by, uh, by connection to New Orleans. And uh, I think he feels like this is a, a second home in many ways because he's helped the museum tell the story of the, the men and women of the greatest generation and for him to be home, so to speak, um, at the event, uh, again, uh, no notes. He, he, he tells a story. That's what he does. He tells stories and he told great stories and, uh, was, it was a special treat for everyone. And, you know, it's also a celebration of the completion of the entire, um, capital campaign. They, the road mm -hmm. to victory cap 
campaign, which raised over $400 million to now produce that footprint that we know of as the National World War II Museum, which, as you remember, back in the late 90s, started out with, with just the Louisiana Pavilion, the D-Day Museum. Yeah, and Mark, if you would, because uh, I know you interact with, with, with the folks there quite a bit, I don't think people recognize or realize the power of the board of directors of that World War II museum. Maybe one of the most influential, powerful boards of any board that we've ever actually had in the city of New Orleans. Am yeah, I not only the city. Uh, no, you're, you're correct, Newell. And, and I would say if you look at boards across the nation at other museums, other educational institutions, you're not going to find uh, many that can match the, the power of not only local corporate community members, but leadership across the country. Um, and it's been very, it's a very consistent board. Uh, and their number one job was to take the, basically the vision of Dr. Stephen Ambrose and Dr. Nick Mueller uh, and put it into, uh, into a game form. And here we are um, truly establishing something that for generations we'll be able to look back and, and learn from, uh, and hopefully never repeat. I mean, the Liberation Pavilion itself explains the end of World War II. It goes into the Holocaust, uh, post-war years, and how the war continued to impact our lives and how it continues to impact our lives today. Uh, and, you know, I know you've had Stephen Watson, the president and CEO, on the, on the program before. Um, he is very passionate about it. He took the mantle from Dr. Nick Mueller, and he continues to, uh, to build a great educational uh, museum going forward into the next several years. Yeah, it really is a testament to the vision of Stephen and Mr. Mueller, Mr. Ambrose. I mean, congratulations to all of them. Uh, one of the most visited museums in the country, right? Yes, yes. In fact, you know, we've done some research with consumers, and it it ranks up there at the top along with the Audubon Nature Institute uh, collection of museums. Uh, particularly the you know the new aquarium and the uh, insectarium and the butterfly garden. So uh, again, New Orleans has these attractions that really pull people together and tells the story. And then what happens, as you know, New Orleans, people leave New Orleans and they realize that they haven't been able to do everything that they they need to do. And so about sixty percent of our visitors that come here are repeat visitors because there's mm -hmm. so much more that they want to experience here. You know, Mark. Uh when you think about what's going on in the Middle East right now, right, um, a lot of the history is is intrinsically linked to the aftermath of World War II, uh, which is, I think, it probably uh, motivates a lot of people to go back to the museum and to, I think so, you know, to reinform themselves about certain happenings and why, um, you know, at certain points in the aftermath of the war. Very much so. Those decisions live with us to this very day. And again, uh, that uh, famous saying, the past is prologue, I think it's important uh, that, you know, we get off our our uh, iPhones and iPads and actually get into the, the history as much as we can and understand uh, what's going on so that we can we can learn from our past. That's the that's one of the main reasons you have a museum is that it gives you a, a piece of history that you can build on and ensure that it gets better for everybody. And talking about history, let's pivot to the Dew Drop Inn Hotel has quite the history, and it's going to be reopening sure by year end, right? On LaSalle Street in Central City, this is this is the iconic Dew Drop Inn. It'll be called the Dew Drop Inn Hotel and Lounge. 
It'll be a live music venue and a resort-style uh, entertainment area, including pool. And uh, as history says, it first opened back in the late 30s. Uh, it was uh, a music venue, a hotel, and a barbershop back in those days. And it was a place where uh, black musicians, black artists could perform. And uh, this was in the time when there was the segregation. And they, this was where the stages were available for them to to be there and to spread their joy and their music. People like Ray Charles and Little Richard, Deacon John and Irma Thomas all have appeared in their, those uh, stages as, as the years went by. It fell into disrepair. It's being brought back. I visited, took a tour of it a couple of uh, weeks ago. It's, it's going to be fantastic. And it's going to do a lot for that area of Central City. Uh, so we're looking forward to that opening by uh, year end. I'm jealous. You got the best job ever. You get to see all these venues in advance of them opening, right? <laughs> you get to partake. <laughs> it, it, it's work, man. It's work. I work. <laughs> Man's got to eat, you know. Man's gotta... <laughs> I don't know. I don't quite see it that way. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I got you. I know. It's, so we, you know, uh, we got so much go to ahead. talk about. So I said we have so much to talk about in the city. Uh, I'm always going to be the, the, on the positive side of, uh, of things happening because I think we always have to think through um, all the you know we've got struggles in this city, but we've sure. got to know how much we've got to um, to rally around and the, the positive things that are happening. Uh, and if we all work together, we can we can make some great things happen. No doubt about it. It seems as though Crew Abu was a big success again this year. Yeah, Brian Curran has done a great job with uh, building that that uh, family event into really one of the top-rated Halloween events around the country. It was listed this year, uh, nationally recognized. Um, they had a great night, uh, great crowds. We had a number of media in town uh, that rode the, uh, the floats, which means – and when we bring media in to do an event and they're at the event, they're going to be writing about this for next year. So we invest in, in having them enjoy – the experience and then they'll be writing about how new orleans is a, a wonderful halloween destination as we all know it's it's one of the it ranks up there with the other holidays as far as the decorations the parties um and just you know of course october in new orleans is usually a pretty good point of the weather right i tell you we went down uh in i guess the pre-halloween festivities that friday before halloween and uh Went down to GW Finns. Gary Wallerman, his wife, his daughters, they do a, a, a great job down there. They had a, a a costume contest, like so many restaurants are having down in the in the corner yeah. now. It it was a blast. I mean, it, you know, it, truly, not only it truly that, was. Friday, but the week before, they were, you know, it's like soon as September turns into October, there's no, that's the excuse to start putting on your costumes. And, of course, what the uh, – the State Street uh, home, uh, the, excuse me, the State Street St. Charles Avenue corner, the home that does all the skeletons, that becomes sure. like the, the, you know, Halloween's here because those skeletons are out, and, and it's as funny and and uh, satirical as ever. We had some folks from out of town, from Auburn, and we went and visited there. I think that's Daryl Berger's house, right? Uh, if my memory serves me correct. Yes, where the, yes. Uh, all, of, all of that goes on, and they do a great job, uh, just a lot of fun. And now we're leading into Bayou Classic, uh, Thanksgiving weekend. It's just, a, I mean, we're blowing through this month of November. It seems like uh, October, you blinked your eye and it was gone, and now the same here. 
Yeah, you know, we're coming up uh, with Bayou Classic. This is a special year for the Bayou Classic. It um, It's going to be an anniversary year, uh, the 50th Bayou Classic, uh, the whole Thanksgiving weekend. It's not only the football game, but, you know, we talked about how the Battle of the Bands uh, is such an integral part of that uh, weekend. And then there are uh, other events that occur, the, uh, the parade that happens, uh, the fan fest that occurs. And, and, again, it becomes like a reunion because as these two teams come together, as they've come together every every year for 49 years, Grambling State and Southern, uh, families have grown up coming to this event. And you've got generations of folks who make this part of their annual Thanksgiving uh, travel. Uh, so we're hoping for a good regional audience. We're hoping for some good occupancy. Uh, and then the week after that, we've got the Children's Hospital New Orleans Holiday Parade. That'll go down the pretty much the same route that the crew of Boo took. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is something that the current studios working with Children's Hospital um, to pull off. And, uh, again, they've, if you remember, if you went down there last year, they had uh, a parade that, that starts starting to look like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade because you've got inflatables, large figures, uh, holiday figures and the floats that are you know modeled after the holidays uh, and again just another way to usher in a good retail season this holiday season should be a good retail season for people who want to come and shop local and and uh, find their presents that they're going to be giving out to their uh, you know family and friends mark is uh dollars are getting tight right i mean a lot of folks kind of reevaluating what you're doing um, are you are y'all thinking about marketing more? You know this drive uh, time, or I forgot how y'all refer to it. People that are able to drive into the city to enjoy all of these festivities. Um, yeah, we have that... a, a program a program called Holidays New Orleans Style, which begins uh, mid November, and that message is really targeting the regional drive market, which we always consider our key or our sweet spot, our key markets. These are the folks that have that come here the most they know us the most and it's an easy drive or a short flight into the city so that's where you'll see us focusing our paid media uh getting those messages out there that you know the holidays new orleans style is a a great way to come with family and friends now we do know that we need to pump up the uh, volume so to speak for q1 uh uh, and so we're going to be continuing that effort and reaching out to some of those cold weather markets uh, about coming to New Orleans, you know, January, February, including with, with Mardi Gras coming. You know, we've got um, opportunities for people who are, you know, a lot of snow north of us come down and have a more of a temperate climate and enjoy great, great restaurants, attractions. So we usually don't push Q1 because Mardi Gras takes care of itself, but we feel like we really need to uh, put some more uh, firepower against uh particularly January uh, leading up to Mardi Gras. So you'll see us continue our marketing in that regional area, but also some cold cold weather markets. Y'all, you're looking at this data all the time. Any concerns? Uh, No, we're coming out of 2023, uh, looking at a a more robust 2024, knowing that there's there's still holes that we have to fill. Because if we can get people to make a decision to come spend money here, uh, that's going to take care of itself you'll have people then coming in and putting money into the hotels but you know buying meals their retail getting to the attractions and then all of the supporting um men and women that have hospitality as their career um so we're you know again we're i would say cautiously optimistic for 2024 
all leading up to what you know will happen at the Superdome in 2025, and that'll be our 11th time that we host the uh, the annual Super event. At the Super Bowl, right? Yes, sir. Caesar Superdome, February of 2025. Um, this year, you know, it's going to be in Las Vegas, and we are actually we'll be in Las Vegas speaking with the media as we get to this one-year countdown. Literally the day after the uh, Las Vegas Super Bowl, which is actually the day before Mardi Gras, there'll be an a, a f- official ceremony, basically, if the NFL actually gets the ball, literally gives the ball to the state of Louisiana and the city of New Orleans to say, okay, it's your ball, you've got the next game. And so that really begins the official countdown, and we'll be using that opportunity to message about all the things that are happening in the city, not only from a hospitality standpoint, but all the innovative programs and projects that are underway, everything from we're building the rockets that are going to take us to the moon and Mars to the all the educational institutions we have here uh, to the Port of New Orleans, what's happening there. So this gives us an opportunity with international media to message the great things that are happening not only in New Orleans but the region and the state, and that will begin in earnest the day after the Las Vegas Super Bowl. Mark, one of the things that's going to be happening uh, next, you know, it's going on now. They, they've got the planning in place is the, the growth of uh, the convention center with that with the new um, $557 million improvement plan out that way. What are you hearing? Well, it's uh, the meeting planners are taking notice. They're seeing um, the renovations that are occurring to the, the meeting rooms. You know, there are over 140 meeting rooms in the building, and all of those are getting a, a makeover. Uh, they haven't really been touched since the, the late 1990s, and so that's important. Now, the most important thing that's occurred recently is that we've got the official certification from the U.S. Green Building Council, which makes us the largest LEED certified project in Louisiana. I know that that's those are a lot of words, but it's the largest convention center project that is U.S. certified under LEED operations and maintenance, which means uh, this is an important uh, environmentally and uh, you know, which we're talking about sustainability, meeting planners and people who want to invest their meetings in cities, they want to know that we're taking those kind of things seriously. And then this is a, an important certification for us to have. So uh, they continue doing what they need to do to complete that uh, improvement plan. And then the acreage that's upriver continues to be uh, in the development phase. I just saw recently that they're going to begin the street work to lay out the grid. You heard the Shell Oil Company is building. Uh, there'll be a building there uh, that Shell will be moving into, which is a huge piece of news. Sort of a shot in the uh, the positive arm uh, that says, "Hey, I'm put, we're putting a, a flag in the ground here," and that was great news from the uh, from the Shell Oil Company. When we bring more folks to that area, obviously, I think what comes along with that is safety, right? I mean, are meeting planners taking? Uh, uh, is that catching their attention at all? Yeah, you know, River we're doing District, a lot there. neighborhood. We're we're very much um, in line with what meeting planners are asking for when they bring their associations and special events here. Uh, working closely with not only the New Orleans Police Department but with the uh, state police to ensure that as we invite people into our city, that we're providing an environment that they consider to feel safe and to uh, and to be safe. Obviously. Uh, we have the same urban problems that other convention center cities have, and uh, we operate in a very aggressive manner from a standpoint of we have a plan. We sit down with the meeting planners, with the city officials, with the state officials, 
uh, and give them the, the comfort that they need that uh, they know that when they set up shop at the convention center or anywhere within, you know, that ho- the hospitality footprint where they're operating, uh, that we're doing what we can do from our end to uh, provide an environment that, that gets them a good meeting and they leave with great memories. But I, the point I was making, I think this whole River District neighborhood helps in that, uh, in that area, right? I mean, it, 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 it creates a lot more uh, flow, traffic, uh, you know, pedestrian flow and everything else. And I was just curious if the meeting planners are, are if that's catching their attention at all. Yeah, they're they're giving they're being given that information, and they see that this development will be very positive for them. Uh, as I look at the grid and what will occur, it'll be a very walkable, a uh, very accessible, and I think that helps because, as you know, at that end of the convention center, um, for many uh, ever since it was built, has always been somewhat of a of a desert. Now it's going to come to life. Um, yeah. You've got Mardi World down there, but this is going to be something that will add to the. Um, I think in a positive way to the environment that they will see this as a positive thing. Absolutely. All right, we got to get to a break. We're visiting with Mark Romig, Chief Marketing Officer of New Orleans and Company. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after the break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back, folks. We're visiting with Mark Romig, Chief Marketing Officer of New Orleans and Company. And we're now joined by Steve Worthy, CEO of the Zurich Classic Golf Tournament. Steve, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for having me. Uh, Mark, I know that you're a member of the uh, Zurich uh, of the Four Kids Foundation. I am as well. We've been uh, intimately involved, and uh, I, I can honestly say, Steve, and I just want to say it from the outset, I've been very, very proud of the work that you've done, the leadership that you've exist, exhibited in this organization, and you've taken the organization to new heights, and we give more and more and more money uh, to uh, children's charities, and I'm very proud of the work that you've done. Well, thank you. I mean, you know, uh, we've got a great staff. We work hard, but no way, no way for us to do that without the dedicated members we have. And we've got uh, almost 300 members of the Four Kids Foundation who donate their time and effort. You know, they really enjoy. It's a labor of love. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And at the end of the day, you know, we know that we're 
going to continue to give big numbers to uh, to children children's charities. Uh, you know, uh, obviously just announced the the record from uh, from this year's tournament. Very proud of that, and uh, we couldn't do it without all the help that we get from so many people. Well, don't keep the numbers from us. Tell us. <laughs> Uh, well, we uh, th- this year uh, two point eight four three million uh, going to children's charities. Wow. So, yeah. uh, our most successful record, uh, our our most successful year ever financially. Uh, we've been on a very uh, upward uh, trend for a good while. We're uh, we're over twenty million in the last ten years. So it's it's been a nice run, and um, you know we 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 had our biggest crowd ever on Saturday uh, in the history of the tournament on our Saturday this year. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun to see the growth and have the impact on the uh, on the city and our area that we have. And Mark, if I can add here, to, to that, yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead, go ahead. I was going to add to that. Ask it's, you to do something. It's because we are, you know, we're in the midst now of preparing for the 2024 tournament. Four Kids Foundation is a year-round organization that Steve uh, Steve runs for us, which leads to the creation of this annual PGA Tour event. And when someone supports us, when they come out to the tournament, when they buy a ticket, when they, uh, you know, pick up a, a sweet package or buy one of the many packages we have, their dollars are going directly to over 50 children's charities throughout the New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and surrounding area. I mean, this is a, as direct as it comes, and and it's a good time. People are having a blast when they're out there at TPC of Louisiana watching the tournament. These young players that are coming in, so exciting, and it's always a great atmosphere. So. Um, you know, the team is, is building for a really great 2024, and we hope that people join us again and help us uh, continue to increase our dollars that we're bringing to children's charities. So, um, Steve, if you would, for the benefit of the audience, those that have not been out there, the format changed. Actually, I think I was the chairman of the first year of the new format, and we're now going on – how many years now? Jeez. This will be the seventh uh, in the team format. Seventh, we, uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, and and had a very long playoff in your first year of the team format. <laughs> it, uh, it it's really changed things for us. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it, it, you people who are, are casual golf fans, you know, you watch on TV every weekend, and it's the same individual play, and yeah, and you get to see a lot of great players, and, and that's a wonderful thing. But for us, going to the team format, it's a two-man team, uh, players. You know, it's interesting to hear the stories about how certain teams end up pairing up and how guys chase other guys to be their partner, uh, like asking him to prom. And, uh, you know, that that's really kind of energized things here. Uh, it's brought us really good fields. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, the hardcore golfer certainly has a lot to come out and watch here and see and enjoy. But at the same time, over the last several years, it's been really gratifying. You know, we do a lot of surveying and uh, the, the number of new people we've attracted to the event who've never been before and the number of people who admit I'm, I wasn't a golf fan. I didn't really wasn't sure about coming out here and I had no idea how much fun it was, how much food, how much drink. Uh, you know, there are a lot of activities and, and we've really converted a lot of people who are not even golf fans. So like Mark said, it's it's a really fun event. It's always fun to see big crowds out here enjoying themselves. And from both of y'all, I'd love to hear, you know, there there was some angst and anxiety when we were approached by the uh, PGA relative to this format, right? A little bit. Um, you know, I, I mean, doing something different, it's, you know, golf has always been a very traditional sport. Uh, and, 
You know, I mean, I think there is a push these days to try to find things that are a little more innovative and and mix it up. And, you know, I, I think we all, um, you know, you guys have both been on the board, and as we've gone through those discussions and uh, making those decisions, it, it, I think we felt and hoped that it would be received very positively. And, and I think uh, certainly the results have shown that uh, the results have been very good and, and people have been very happy with the, the change to the team format. Yeah, and it really sets us apart from the other tournaments. Yeah, gonna... yeah. Yeah, go go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I mean, it's again, it, you you want to look for uh, you know the differentiator, and this is one that allows us to allow the players to come partner. They're talking with each other throughout the year. They come here. You find that it's there's a lot of camaraderie. You've got the the spouses, some of them who have spouses that that travel with them. It becomes almost like a family affair and, and you, you're pulling for these teams and it's, it's just a different way to enjoy golf in a, in a very successful way for us. As Steve said, this is seven years in and the crowds are, are getting uh, larger and you've got more people in the, in the galleries. And um, of course, let me mention the food. The food is outstanding. We have great restaurants that are participating with us and it's, uh, it's another way to, put on some calories and enjoy some good golf. You know, I, I, I was going to finish by saying we, we had a little bit of angst and anxiety, but, but uh, under your leadership and, and so many others uh, really embraced it. And, and I think the, the, uh, the folks at the PGA recognized that right away. And I mean, that first year I thought was a huge success. And I think every year it's been a bigger success uh, since then. Um, Weather's always an issue, but when we get the weather, I don't, I don't know that there's a better event out there, uh, quite frankly. I mean, it, it just all falls into place, and, and and it just seems like a more relaxed format, right? I would agree. I mean, I, definitely the players seem so much more relaxed. They're laughing, joking. You know, they'll they'll talk to the crowd a little bit. And, you know, sometimes they get very uptight when it's just them. But when they have a partner and uh, the partner's caddy and they're they're all having a good time and, and it is, a, a you know, uh, it's definitely much more relaxed. Um, you know, I mean, I think as, as the fields have gotten bigger, yeah, it's just it's it's been neat. I mean, as a as a city, you know, I, I'm a huge football fan. Most of us are. And we're not really a golf community. And the fact that we've had the success we have getting people out who aren't even, you know, aren't, aren't really even golf fans to come see what it's all about and, and get the reviews that we have about how much fun it is has been very, very positive. And, and to your earlier point, I mean, we, we had a three or four year stretch of bad weather in the teens. Uh, we've been on a three or four stretch year stretch of really good weather right now. And boy, that really does make a big difference when, when the, when the weather's good, People are coming out and enjoying themselves. It's uh, it's really a fun thing to see. And I, let me add too, Newell yeah. Jefferson Parish you know, um, great. We lost you there a moment, Mark. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, hats off to Jefferson Parish for the work that they've done to support uh, the efforts. You know, logistically, you've got a major PGA tournament happening uh, on the West Bank in Avondale. Uh, the traffic patterns are, are smooth. There's plenty of parking. Uh, and, again, uh, it's been a great uh, great partnership with uh, Jefferson Powers. And I know uh, you're very well aware of, of the, the logistics that are needed for something like this. So it makes it that much of an easier event to attend. 
It's, yeah, it's really fun. interesting. This I mean, year, we're all in... uh, go ahead, Neil. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, the only thing else I was going to mention as it relates to, you know, a fifty million dollar economic impact and forty hours of TV coverage that goes to over two hundred countries. You know, it really does showcase our area. You know, the the every time they're coming in and out of commercials, and you're seeing the streetcars and the Superdome and the neon lights and the oyster shucking and all the great things about our area. You know, it really is showing off. Um, what we love here locally to the rest of the world, and you know, we we certainly believe uh, helps drive a lot of people to come visit us later in the year. And we've been the beneficiary of a great corporate partner too, right, Zurich? I mean, they 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 have really uh, stood up through thick and thin. Uh, these are not, you know, economic times change, and you have these multi-year contracts, and and sometimes it, you know we've been on 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 the wrong side of some issues with with our corporate sponsor they've been they've been there through thick and thin for us no question uh, i think they are as it, as good as it gets from a from a sponsorship standpoint i mean they've been with us since 2005 uh you know uh, the first year and then katrina and they they've remained ever since uh you know they the thing that's really been fun for us to see and and makes us so proud is the the city has impacted them. They love our city. They want us to do well financially and have a positive impact on the city. And they always say their ability to entertain their guests in New Orleans is unlike anywhere else in the country. And it's just been a great, a great marriage, a great partnership. When we come back, I want to talk about the dates and their opportunities for folks that, you know, it, they can come and get a taste of it for free, right, uh, early on and then come to the actual uh, event that counts uh, on the back end of that week. We'll talk about that. We are visiting with Steve Worthy, CEO of the Zurich Classic Golf Tournament, and Mark Romick, Chief Marketing Officer at New Orleans & Company. Stay with us, folks. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for Week Number One. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, folks. We're visiting with Mark Romick, Chief Marketing Officer of New Orleans and & Company, and Steve Worthy, CEO of the Zurich Classic Golf Tournament. Steve, uh, the tournament starts Monday, April the 22nd, and both on Monday and Tuesday, free admission to come out and see the Pro-Am on Monday and um, on Tuesday, practice rounds of the pros. Tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, your parking is right out front, so it's nice and easy. Uh, you know, we have some decent crowds on Monday and Tuesday. The players, uh, you know, Monday there's a pro-am, uh, so you're getting to see some players on the golf course with some local, primarily local amateurs who, who buy in and get a chance to play with them. And then Tuesday all the guys are really kind of grinding, trying to get their game together and, and get ready for the competition part of uh, of the weekend. 
And, you know, they're all over the golf course. You can come out and uh, people can come out and uh, watch some golf and enjoy themselves for free. And then uh, we start ticketing actually on Wednesday through Sunday. Yeah, but it gives folks an opportunity to come out and get a little feel about this if they're uncertain. And I think what they're going to realize right away, we want to come back. Well, that, that's been our uh, our history, and we like that. So, uh, yeah, we, we certainly like to think that's true. They, uh, a lot of people don't know what to expect when they come to a golf tournament, and that way if they, they want to come out on one of those two days without having to invest anything and, um, you know, see what it's all about and see the opportunities, uh, you know, we've been, we've been fortunate that they've chosen to come back later in the weekend, and it's, and it's worked out well. Now, the Golf Channel covers Thursday, Friday, CBS, and the Golf Channel on Saturday and Sunday. Great coverage. Also, I wanted to mention for folks, we're going into the holiday season, uh, Steve. This is a great gift uh, for folks because it's a multi-day event. You can, folks can take off a couple of days and really dive into it and get right into it and just have a great time. For sure. And we, we have so many different options from a ticketing standpoint. I mean, if someone were to go to our website at ZurichGolfClassic.com, uh, we have a holiday pack option, which comes with uh, tournament tickets, a shirt, and a round of golf at TPC. Uh, you know, we've got everything from our grounds tickets just to come in and walk around. And, and you know, you've, you've got multiple food options available to purchase in that regard. Uh, and then there are several options from the best of the Zurich Classic package, the walk-on stadium club package that are all inclusive, food, alcohol, everything included. And, uh, yeah, if people go to our website, uh, you know, we would like to think there's something for everyone there, and they can find uh, find something that, that uh, fits what they're looking for. And, Noah, and our I can turn- go ahead. Or go ahead. Again, when you support us, when you're buying tickets, you're supporting those children's charities throughout New Orleans. And in our signature charities, which include St. Michael's Special School, Educare, First Tee, Our Lady of the Lake Children's Hospital, uh, that's Baton Rouge, Bayou District, uh, and Louisiana Hospitality Foundation, Boys and Girls Club of Metro Louisiana, and also uh, Children's Hospital of New Orleans. So, again, it's sort of uh, an easy and fun way to support some really great organizations. Absolutely. And this year's tournament chair, uh, our own Tommy Satanovich, right, from Dragos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Which means there'll be oysters out there. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He's been he's been a mainstay out there for a long time, and the pros love grilled oysters. That <laughs> that gets a resounding review every year, right? Absolutely, no question. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Steve Worthy. Uh, congratulations on those huge numbers for children's charities, uh, and to all of the folks in the organization that work so hard to make that happen. And, Mark, thank you for joining us. We always appreciate your time and your insight and the work that you guys do out at New Orleans and company as well. Y'all have a great weekend, gentlemen. You as well. Thank you, Dale. We'll be right back, folks. Scoot is up next. We'll check in with him. Stay with us. Scoot's up next. What do we have coming up, Scoot? Well, we'll talk about the election results yesterday. Also, DA Jason Williams has um, changed his attitude about punishing young criminals. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that. Kind of glad he changed. It's always nice when uh, some politicians uh, break a campaign promise you didn't agree with. Also, we have the latest, and I know you want to hear it, the latest on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Don't act like you don't care. I'm not talking about you, no. <laughs> talking about everybody else. Don't, don't act like you don't care. Somebody offered me five bucks to stop talking about it. I said, no, it's going to take a lot more than that. It's too much I'm waiting, fun. Waiting with bated breath. That's right. Also, couples have a hard time <laughs> sleeping together. We'll talk about that, too. All right, Scoots headed your way. Stay tuned. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Have a great Wednesday evening. We'll see you again in the morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.